Hi, welcome to the ministry of Prophet Daniel Jedu, a word and spirit based ministry because we are born of the word and born of the spirit. His God given mandate is to raise babes in Christ into spiritual maturity by a deliberate teaching of the complete and pure word of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit and to take the gospel to the nations of the earth. Prophet Daniel Jedu is the lover of the word and a passionate teacher of the word of God. And his ministry is accompanied by strong teaching, healing, and prophetic grace. All over the world, his teachings are busting the faith of many people and revealing what the mind of God is for them. Many people have come to receive supernatural encounters through his ministry. The message you're about to listen to has been designed specifically to grow you into spiritual maturity. So many people have received testimonies by listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast. Say your testimony with leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or you can send it to us via email at contact at wordloversglobal.com. Now, Prophet Daniel Jedu walks us through the word. Stay tuned. Today, when somebody speaks against the church, against God, go and look at the, the viewers and the subscribers. Millions. They come back to listen to their nonsense. See, he has no clue of what we are doing. These are the wicked ones I am talking about. <laughs> they never have to lift a finger. Life, living a life of ease while their riches multiply. Have you been here before? Have I been foolish to play? Look at it. This is we are talking. Have I been foolish to play by the rules and keep my life pure? Here am I suffering under your discipline day after day. I feel like I'm being punished all day long. If I had given in to my pain and spoken of what I was really feeling, it would have sounded like unfaithfulness to the next generation. Watch what you say. When I tried to understand it all, I just couldn't. It was too puzzling, too much of a riddle to me. But then one day, I was brought into the sanctuaries of God and in the light of glory, my distorted perspective vanished. Then I understood that the destiny of the wicked was near. They are the ones who are on slippery path and God will suddenly let them slide off into destruction to be consumed with terror forever. It doesn't end there. It will be an instant end to all their life of ease. A blink of the eye and they are swept away by sudden calamity. They are all nothing more than momentary what? Monarchs. Gone. Soon to disappear like a dream when one awakes. When the roster crows, Lord God, you will despise their life of fantasies. When I saw all this, what turmoil filled my heart, piercing my opinions with your truth. I was so stupid. I was senseless and ignorant. Acting like a brute beast before you, Lord. Lord, why is my life this way? I've been serving you. I've been praying. I've been going to church every day. But things doesn't move in my life. Why are these guys moving? The Bible just told you. Their life is just sudden vanishing. Immediate. Boom. And it's gone. They have an end that they have no idea about. Unless they come into Christ. So, these are the people we compare ourselves with. You think your life is not moving on because of a non-believer. Because you see a car. Because you see a house. Because like nothing is happening to them. The more you pray, the more you are, it looks like things are, things are tough on you. You can't compare orange and, and, and apple. 
So he said, I was stupid. Yet in spite of all this, I still belong to you. You hold me by my right hand. You lead me with your secret wisdom and following you brings me into your brightness and glory. Whom have I in heaven but you? You are all I want. No one on earth means as much to me as you. Lord, so many times I fail. I fall into disgrace. But when I trust in you, I have a strong and glorious presence protecting and anointing me forever. You are all I need. Those who abandon the worship of God will perish. The false and unfaithful will be silenced, never heard from again. But I'll keep coming closer and closer to you. Lord Yahweh, for your name is good to me. I'll keep telling the world of your awesome works, my faithful and glorious God. Isn't this amazing? So keep worshiping the God the way you are. See, they have an end and we have an end. But the Bible says our end is called an expected end. Their end is called sudden destruction. You don't compare your life to somebody who has a sudden destruction. Can you see this? Does God give wealth? I'm coming. I'll show you something. Okay, so you go to Romans. Don't compare. That's why you must have... So if you, come, if you, if you don't know this one, your mind will be full of carnality. And if your mind is full of carnality, you begin to think about it every day. Why am I not this? Why am I not that? And then it becomes you. You become that thing you are thinking about. In fact, you become that thing you don't have. Because as a man thinketh, so is he. So a lot of believers have become what has been in their thought. reason why the Bible says that don't conform to the world. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind with the word of God. With the word of God every day. Maybe you haven't tried it. But if you spend time listening to God's word every day. You are listening to God's word every day. You realize that there is something changing in your mind. There is something changing. There is something changing. With time. You realize that now the way you think is different. It will even affect the way you speak. Because if you think carnally. Listen. You, you, you can't speak spiritually. When you think carnally. You can only say the same thing as you think. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. It is what is in your heart that you speak. You can never speak anything different than what is in your heart. So the Bible says that thy word have I hid in my heart. So there is a way to hide the word of God into your heart. As you listen to the word of God, it takes place in your soul. It takes place in your soul. It takes place in your soul because your soul, your mind is part of your soul. How you think. When men are saying there's a casting down, you realize that because of the word inside of you, you don't say what they say. Can you see? There is a lifting. And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Let's see TPT. Stop imitating the ideals and opinions of the culture around you. But be inwardly transformed by who? The Holy Spirit through a total reformation of how you think. Have a different mindset. This will empower you to discern God's will as you live a beautiful life. Satisfying and perfect in his eyes. So you don't pray and say, Lord, show me your will. 
You know, it's something we have heard from, you know, infants. They tell you, show us your will. Show us your will, oh God. Show us your will. Show me. No. He says, when you transform your mind, when you change the way you think, you'll be empowered to discern God's will. Lord, what is your will concerning this matter? Lord, what is your will concerning that matter? When you are transformed by the renewal of your mind, you don't ask God for his will. You can discern. You discern God's will. So when you are making a, a, solu- a decision, people will not understand why because you know that this is God's will. Is it God's will for me to marry this person? Stop asking the man of God. When you renew your mind, you would. I'm not. I'm, look, this what? This will what? You would discern. He says if you change your mind, you will discern God's will. So you don't worry about whether this microphone ought to be here or there. As you live your life, you are in the will of God. Is that something you even think about? You see yourself walking in the will. Everybody is going here. You move there. I remember several years ago, I was in a, in a, in a car going to Kumasi and I fell into a trance. And I saw, you know, it was like a mountainous, you know, area. And there was a strong wind going down, blowing down. And everybody was moving. Normally, you know, you can't go in the opposite direction of the wind, right? So everybody was going down. Then a voice shouted and said, stop, turn around and begin to move. So I stopped and I turned around and I began to move this way. And people were like, you are fool, why are you going? You will die, why are you going? But I kept going. Then the Holy Ghost said, when he leads you, he doesn't take you where everybody goes. If you said it was God that called you and he's taking you through where everybody goes, you are in trouble. I don't believe it is God. Because when all men are going this way, he t- didn't he tell Isaac in Genesis chapter 26, everybody was, was, was going out because there was famine in the land. When he decided to go, he said, don't go, stay in the land. You see? He said, stay in the land. Where, where was he going? He was going to find food, greener pastures. Look, he said, sojourn in this land and I'll be with thee. From verse 1. And there was a famine in the land besides the first famine that was in the days of Abraham. And Isaac went unto Abimelech the king king of the Philistines unto Gera. Uh-huh. And the Lord appeared to him and said, go not down into Egypt. What does he mean? The guy was also about to leave to Egypt. Because everybody was leaving. You don't understand why when you go to the embassy they deny you. Because everybody is going out and they are making it. You think you must also go out. But the day you design God's will, you realize that that is, you don't need to travel to the US to make it. You see, stop thinking carnally. Because of dollar. You can be here and be chopping dollar. I'm coming, I'll show you some scriptures. The Lord, he said, go not down into Egypt. He said, dwell in the land which I shall tell thee of. Dwell in, in the land which I, I shall what? So it means the Lord has a will. His will is the land where he's going to show you. And he's saying that if you change your mind, you will know that will. So going out of the land is not. Can you see that? 
Then he said what? Sojourn in this land and I will be with thee. So where I'm going is not important. Who is with me is what is important. You can go to the US and still be the poorest guy that ever existed. Mm, you can go to Togo and God can be with you and you become Emugu. Can you see this? We don't give offering because we went, we were present. You see? So in a lot of churches, when you check their offering records, it's only Sunday that they get high offering. Because Wednesday and Friday, they won't come. <laughs> That's when you know that the attendance was poor. But you see, we give offering because of the gathering. Because that day there's a gathering. So whether I am there or not, you give your offering. You send it across. Or you keep it when you come, you present it. We have read Romans 12, right? Yes, sir. Say, my mind is renewed. By the word of God. In the name of Jesus. Why is it important that you renew your mind? Romans chapter 8. Because of time, from verse 6. Let's quote it, one go. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not... has made me for what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh. God sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin condemned sin in the flesh that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the but after the spirit. Uh -huh. Now let's start from here. Go back. Five. Go back. TPT here. Now those who mind the things of the flesh. So there are those who mind. Those who are motivated by the flesh. Only pursue what benefits them. But those who live by the impulses of the Holy Spirit are motivated to pursue spiritual realities. So you ask yourself, Lord, where do I place Amplified. For those who are according to the flesh and are controlled by its unholy desires, set their minds on and pursue those things which gratify the flesh. But those who are according to the spirit and are controlled by the desires of the spirit, set their minds on and seek those things which gratify not themselves. It must gratify the Holy Spirit. It means what you are thinking must gratify the Holy Spirit. What is in your head? What is in your mind? Does it gratify the Holy Spirit? If it does not gratify the Holy Spirit, then it gratifies you. That means you are carnal. That means you are walking in the flesh. You want to travel to the US. Does it really gratify the Holy Spirit? If it does not, you are traveling by the flesh. The mind of the flesh. You don't want to come to church. Does it gratify the Holy Spirit? You know some of the things we say, God understands. You joke. You know, sometimes we, we are too, we don't, I mean, how do we, we are too careless 
that we speak for, for God as though this is what he wants to do. That is what the church has got into. You play the fool and you say, oh, God understands. He's not a man. Don't, he's God. Don't play with him like that. Listen, if God should appear here right now, none of us will be able to stand on our feet here. None. Maybe you should have a vision of God one day. So you cannot just talk for God as though he's your co-equal. You know, when I was teaching about the Holy Spirit, it's like somebody that says, Holy Spirit, I please, I send you to go and do this. Do you know what you are saying? <laughs> you know, because when we go to, you know, yes, uh, okay. Is it yes? I'm sure that now they even do it. Hey, you, you are bold, though. I mean, it's amazing. Huh? Some people, God, you, you, you are telling God, you are sending God. Where? You, the errand boy. You talk any answer. I'm going to be a Baby, I will say, Yes, man, I'm going to be a Baby, I will say, Yes, man, I'm going to be a man. I'm going to be a man. I'm going to <laughs> because the thing didn't work. Please, you cannot send the Holy Ghost. You can't send God. He sends us. He works for us by his power, not himself. You must know the difference. You see, you cannot send the Holy Ghost, but you can send his power. His effect. I taught you on Sunday. So if your mind is not spiritual, how, how, should your, how should the spiritual mind be? What you are holding. What you are looking at. Your mind should be filled with the word of God. When your mind is full of the word of God, it means your mind is spiritual. Because the Holy Ghost works on nothing but the word. If, if whatever is in your mind, I don't care how beautiful it is. If it is not inspired by the Holy Ghost, it is carnal. And if it is carnal, what does it mean? It doesn't gratify him. It gratifies your flesh. So there's a comparison between your flesh and the Holy Ghost. So ask yourself, today I came to church. Is it to gratify the Holy Ghost or if I don't come, they will say? You see, why do you do what you do? Is it for your flesh or to gratify the Holy Ghost? Do you know, do you know, actually, sometimes, the Holy Ghost himself can prevent you from attending a service. It's not every day. He can take one day and say, don't go anywhere. Be with me. It is one in a million. But some people are bold to say the Holy Ghost said I shouldn't come. I felt within me, God said I shouldn't come. Then I ask them, so what were you doing? But when you are going somewhere that he is not approving, that one day he doesn't tell you. You are lying. No, this is amazing. The reason why some of us we cannot yield to the Holy Spirit's promptings is because we think he accepts everything. He doesn't accept everything. 
No, I'm just telling you. He asked me to wear green. I didn't wear. When I got to the point where I said green, the Holy Ghost moved back. You know, he doesn't leave you, but he will draw back. Because you disobeyed him. For how long? If you know him, you know how to get him close again. Immediately you say, Holy Spirit, I'm sorry. I miss you. They will be like, you are. Yeah. Then immediately, you begin to feel his presence all around you again. Then you know that you have reconciled. He likes attention. That's my best friend. Hmm? He has taught me a lot of things in ministry. Eh? And we are growing. I got to know. You know, I used to pray, pray, pray until my neck. Pray. You know, because we have been made to know that when you pray that way, that is where things begin to move and the anointing increases. I didn't know. When I found out the truth and the Holy Ghost started teaching me all these things, I got to know that I don't need to live that life to walk in power. So I stopped that. I don't need to fast for 160 years to gain power because power has already been resident in me, placed inside of me. When God will move. So, so you see, we move by the promptings of the Holy Ghost. If I want to move by your desire, I will be gratifying my flesh. Thinking it is the Holy Ghost. People have died. Haven't you heard of people that have fasted for several dry and when they broke it, they died? Oh, were they not doing it for God? No, they were not. They were not. He's telling you, it is either you are gratifying your flesh or you are gratifying the Holy Ghost. There are two things here. Don't do things because people say. Before you even came, the anointing was already inside of you. If we will understand it in that manner, there is a way to pray. All you need is not too much prayer. Prayer is amazing. Pray. But don't depend on prayer as though as you pray, that is when the anointing will come. The anointing, the Bible says for the anointing that ye have received resides in you. First Timothy, first John 2, 27. First John 2, he said, but ye have an unction. There is anointing already in you. Oh. Do you have it? So the problem is not the anointing that is coming. It's the anointing to learn to walk in it. Every day when I pray, I say, Lord, teach me how to keep healing people with ease. That's my prayer. Why? Because I know the anointing recites. I know. I don't need to pray to say, hey, Lord, blah, blah, blah. Have you heard Pastor Chris do prayer down? Have you heard? Have you seen before? Yeah. Yeah. Verse 6. You know, those who pray like that, they won't understand us. They'll be like, you, you don't pray. That's how come. This is what Pastor Mensatabe was saying. They will scare you in prayer. Oh! Now, but the thing is, speaking in tongues. The Bible says speaking. So you speak. It's a language. I'm speaking. It's not speaking. They are, you are groaning. And groaning is not for you. Groaning is for the Holy Ghost. So you see, the Bible says that with groan, the Holy Ghost shall help you with groanings that cannot be uttered. He groans through you. You speak, he groans. That's the difference. 
when the apostle began to speak in tongues in, in, in Acts chapter 2 verse, um, verse 4 downwards, the Bible says that and when they spoke in other tongues every national nationality was able to hear their language being spoken not being groaned Let's tap over. Let's pray. No, but you see, when you start praying, you are speaking. You see, as you speak, the Holy Ghost will take over after some time. Then you get you, you see that the thing is coming. You are speaking. Until you are lost. But even that one, it doesn't spoil Mike. Look at it. Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities. For we don't know what we should pray for as we ought. But the Spirit Himself maketh intercession for us. The Spirit Himself maketh intercession for us. Wait. So it's the Holy Ghost that groans. Not you. You speak. Von de hadiko hastesh. Vlovra di hidkosta. Valla hadekovra nizi. Hombele honde gezerestesh. Vova de hadekost. Mahale kovra di ezahando vigist. Homvego vadizenaha. Pilonza rakimo hosovo hadekesto. Halengadia ne sende vahakoke. Lemodova dizenade andu radiza. Hamakendo lo radibo hadabiate. Halendo la sahabakote. Himakosta lende radestoha. Reveno balikda saha. Made kosta lalaba. You speak in other tongues. You speak in other. You realize that the presence is building by itself. The presence is building by itself. The presence. Oh. It is well. Okay. Go back. Now, the mind of the flesh, which is sense and reason without the Holy Spirit. That's what we call the flesh. Sense and reason without the Holy Spirit. Now, the sense here stands for your five senses. What you see, your sight, your smell, your hearing, your taste, your feelings. Said so these ones, if the Holy Ghost is not behind it, it's the flesh. The flesh. Now I said, now the mind of the flesh is death. Death that comprises all miseries arising from sin, both here and after. The King James Version purely says that to be carnally minded is death. Now, it means that what you think will end up in death. So you realize that you are thinking your business about your business without the Holy Ghost. You are thinking about your ministry without the Holy Ghost. You are thinking about this without the Holy Ghost. That is why it is dangerous to think of doing programs without the Holy Ghost. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You will lose season after some time. You will lose your taste after some time. Because he's not part. We read a story on the internet. There is a guy that organized in Nigeria. He organizes um, praise program. You remember? And when he organizes the program, all over the world. He brings ministers from all over the world. And there was a time he organized, the, it was the biggest I think stadium. You, you, you've heard that one before, yeah. Amazing program. He was bringing big, big artists from everywhere. He 
had money support to do that. So before the program started, in fact, the program has started. So he was going to the washroom to Wiwi. As he went there, God invited him to heaven. He must come and answer. So he fell, collapsed. Nobody knew. He went to heaven. And the angel of the Lord said, the Lord is seeking. So huh, when the angel was taking him to heaven, he saw that not even one angel was in the program. And he asked, ah, such a big program. Then the angel said, that is why father is calling you. So he went to the father. This God the father and Kasa. So the father asked him, what were you doing? <laughs> he said, what were you doing? He was excited. He said, oh, father, we're organizing an amazing program. He said, did I, did I give you permission? He said, what's the name of the program? He mentioned. He said, did you ask me of the program, the name of the program? He said, when, when, I, when were you doing it? He mentioned the date. He said, did I confirm the date for you? He spoke and spoke and he said, let me show you why you did this program. You didn't do this program, organize this program because of me. You did it for your flesh. So the Lord showed him that one evening, he and the wife were lying on the bed and they were thinking of how big the program will be and how they will make name. Then he showed him another. Because of such programs, he received awards. Accolades. And he was talking about how he's done well to make sure this program was amazing. The Lord said, you organize this program without me because of this. That is why I, he said, I don't know this program. He said, you go back and you cancel the program. You have invited millions of people. How are you going to say the Lord says we should cancel such a program? Look, I'm telling you, there are a lot of programs that people organize, churches, that the Holy Ghost knows nothing about. It's either it's, the, it's because of the money, fame, or popularity, or the people. That's all. That's all. That's all. For to be carnally minded is death. That is the reason why you are thinking, you have some thoughts. You know, you realize that, no, Charlie, the thing is not working. If it is not backed by the Holy Ghost, it will die. Stop placing yourself in things that the Holy Ghost is not part. Why? You should be asking yourself why. Because he said something that even your thoughts are answered. He is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that you ask or, or think. So what you are thinking should be Holy Ghost supported. He must give you the thought so he can work out his thought. He said, according to the power that worketh inside of you. Unto him who is able to do exceedingly above all things. All that we ask or think. So your thinking is important. So what do you think of? What are the thoughts in your head? It's amazing. After having the thoughts aligned with the Holy Ghost, you must also learn to speak in line with the Holy Ghost as well. 
So the way you think must be aligned with the Holy Ghost. Okay? If it is not with the Holy Ghost, what is it called? Carnality. Or the flesh. In 1 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 1, Paul says something. King James. He said, I could not speak unto you I could not speak to you as unto what? Spiritual. But as unto what? Carnal. And I, brethren, I could not speak unto you as unto spiritual, but as unto carnal, even as babe, as unto babes in Christ. Hold on. So there is your speech, your language must be spiritual. Which means your language must be words that are in line with the Holy Ghost or inspired by the Holy Ghost. If it is not inspired by the Holy Ghost, it will end in death. It will end in death. You realize that the things you are saying will end in death. They realize that your life is not moving because all you have been doing is speaking death. Now remember, what you are thinking is what you say. Can you see this? Yes, now somebody say, oh, I didn't think about it. All the things I said, I didn't think about it. Who said so? They were all in your heart. They were all there. You never knew. Based on the information. He said, hi brethren, I couldn't speak unto you as unto spiritual. Which means that we couldn't speak spiritual language. Or we couldn't speak words motivated by the Holy Ghost. So when I see you and we are talking, the words we are speaking... Are they motivated by the Holy Ghost? If they are not motivated by the Holy Ghost, it is full of death. So we are exchanging death. How do I know? That is what he said. To be carnally minded is death. So you see how many times you have released death in your mouth? You think you are talking. Sometimes even in your prayer, you can be speaking death. That is why you. Hmm. That is why the best way to pray is speak in tongues. How do I know? If any man speaks in other tongues, he speaks not unto men, for no man understanding him. Howbeit in the spirit, in the spirit, in the Holy Ghost, he speaks. The safest place to pray, and the first, safest way to pray, is in the spirit. You don't pray in the spirit; you pray carnally. You pray carnally. Let the Holy Ghost inspire. For he that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto men, but unto God. For no man understandeth him. How be it in the spirit, in the spirit. Yeah, the spirit here means in the Holy Ghost. Show us amplified. He speaketh mysterious. For one who speaks in an unknown tongue speaks not to, to men, but to God. For no one understandeth or catches his meaning, because in the Holy Spirit, in the Holy Spirit, he utters secret truths and hidden things not obvious to the understanding. So as you are praying in tongues, the Bible says something. He says you are praying in the Holy Ghost. So your words are safe. But even that one, it is not too safe. Because you are still praying in him. The safest way 
is when he now takes over and prays for you. When you are praying in the Holy Ghost, it is you that you are still praying. But in Romans 8.26, he says that we don't know how to pray. In fact, we don't know what to pray for. Do you know what it means? I've taught you before. It means you know how to pray, but you don't know what to pray for. There are two different things. A lot of people know the house of prayer. You know the height, how to lift up our hands, how to kneel down, how to do whatever, but you don't know what the what to pray for. And when God says you don't know what, so likewise, the spirit also helpeth our infirmity. The word infirmity here means that our inability. Look, I've been teaching you guys this over and over and over again. If it still doesn't work and get you produce results in your life, it means that you are only hearing. When God says you don't produce results, who are you going to ask? He says that likewise, the Holy Spirit also helped our inability to produce results. Why? For we don't know what we should pray as we ought. Are you going to tell him you do? He says we don't know what. He didn't say you don't know how. You don't know what you ought to. He said, but the Spirit himself maketh intercession for us. If we knew what to pray for, we didn't need him. But because we don't know what we ought to pray for, he now intercedes with groaning which cannot be uttered. Why? Why? 27. And he that searched the heart knoweth what is the mind. What does he mean? God the Father searches minds. He searches minds. You can be praying about something, but your mind is different. Your mind is not in sync with your words. Who are you faking? You think you can, you can, you can trick God? God should give you a car. Why? Maybe you are saying, Lord, give me a car so that I can use it to pick up some of our members when we are coming to church. You are speaking, oh. But in your mind, God knows that he should give you a car so that you can prove to people. You are not saying it. We've all done this before. You are saying something different from what is in your mind. Now the Bible is saying that and he that searched the heart know what, what is in the mind. In other words, even the father is searching the mind of the Holy Ghost. So if the Holy Ghost was not taking my place, it is me that God is going to search my mind. I won't get an answer to anything. Why? Why is it searching the mind of the spirit? Because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. Who says what you are praying for is, a, is the will of God? And most of us, eh, some of us have not gotten to this level where the Holy Ghost takes over. You think it takes over in one hour? When you start praying four hours, am I scaring you? That's the truth. You pray. 
You pray, you pray, you pray, speak in tongues. Not a screaming. You can sit on your bed and you can lie down and pray if you won't sleep. You feel uncomfortable, but you are praying. You get up, you pray. If you are sleeping, you take some toffee, you put in your mouth. You do everything to stay awake. When you start breaking through four hours, four hours, now it becomes easy for you. Two hours become easy. Three hours become easy. Now four hours. Now as you pray, you pray, you pray. One day as you begin to pray, boom, he takes over. Now when he takes over, you know what he does? He will seize your ears. He will seize your mouth. He will seize your whole self, your senses. He will seize everything so that he can use your body just to speak. Now you open your mouth and words are not coming. We call it deep sighs. And tears are going down your eyes. He's taking over. He begins to pray. See? I, I told you Pastor Chris was going for a healing program. And he was reading just a scripture. How Jesus, just assume that it is just how Jesus healed the sick and set the captives free. The man went down on his knees and kept saying this for four hours. Meanwhile, the time that he was supposed to go and lay hands on the people at healing school, they were waiting for him. Pastor Chris was four hours late. So the people decided to go and check what was wrong with him. When they went, he was on his knees. All they kept hearing is that how Jesus healed the sick and was, you know, he began how Jesus and how Jesus and how Jesus and how the Holy Ghost took over four hours. The guy didn't know he was there. When the ushers were and some of the pastors were getting closer, something like a door just landed, boom, and they hit the thing. They were not allowed to go close to him. The timing, what they are looking for was not as important as him spending time with God. No wonder when you see him, Thank you for listening to this message. We believe you have been blessed by it. We are Word and Spirit and we invite you to worship with us. You will fall in love with our Wednesday teaching service, Christian Raymond 9 at 6 p.m. Encounter the supernatural in our Friday services, dubbed Night of Bliss at 6 p.m. And sit under the reign of heaven in our Furnace service on Sunday at 8 a.m. Follow the Prophet of God on his official Facebook page, Prophet Danny Hyphen L. Jedu, and on Instagram as Prophet Danny L. Jedu for videos. You can subscribe to his YouTube channel. Prophet Daniel Jedu's book, Partnership with the Lord is Out, and it's selling fasting prints and on Amazon. This book has all you need to help you assess your God-given right. You can contact Word and Spirit International Contact Services on plus 233-54722-1773 or plus 233-50432-8959 for any inquiries. So many people are listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast on Podbean and many have received testimonies by listening. We want you to share your testimony with us by leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or sending it to us via email to contact at wordloversglobal.com. You were made to leave from glory to glory and your testimony is about to shake the world. You are blessed.